All right. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your hostess, Paulette Reese-Denis. I've been coming at you now for three years. We're almost up to episode 100. Vishali, I think you were like 98 or so in my series. I know, it's so exciting. So great. I love bringing you people who are making magic and creating change in the world and living their dreams and also inspiring you and us how to continue to live our dreams or how to step up further into our dreams. It's so good. It's so inspiring. It's so exciting. I'm always up for an adventure. And I'm always up for sharing really awesome people with you, my viewers and listeners. So it's so good. And so today I get to bring you a woman from Northern California. Her name is Vishali Nikade. Is that right? Yes. Hi. Yeah. Right on. Okay. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it right. Um, and Vishali, thank you for spending time with me. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yay. So, um, Vishali, you are a psychic reader. You are a uh, intuitive, empathic business consultant. So why don't you share a little bit about what you do with our people? Sure. So um, I am an intuitive and um, I actually can, um, for lack of better terminology, see through time. Mm. And uh, kind of um, the best uh, way to explain it is if uh, someone is debating as to whether I should go this way or that way, it's almost like I can see through what's going to happen if you go this way and what's going to happen if you go that way. And then based on that, I can determine which way I really want to go. Mm. And part of it is kind of based on my own story of how I got started and uh, that's what has brought me here so i want to know that story how did you get started so what happened is i was stuck uh, uh, in a situation at work and uh, i wasn't uh, getting a way out i was trying to see like what can i do what can i do and um, whatever i tried nothing seemed to work so i decided to get help and the help I got was I decided to call up some psychics. And I called one and two, and then it went up to five and ten. And <laughs> it didn't really end there. I think it went up to like 30 or 40. Whoa. I don't think it crossed 50, but I think it's around there. It's around that range. So after I went through so many psychics, I realized that, oh my God, they have no idea what they're talking about. I, ha I have to figure this out myself and I better learn how to do the readings myself. So that's how I kind of decided to study it and learn it and, and see how things work. And so how long ago was that? That was back in 2014. Okay. Yes. Six years ago. So you were working a kind of a corporate type job or a job that didn't, didn't resonate with your heart and soul. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how did you continue on the path? So I think uh, part of it was also synchronicities. Uh, I kind of uh, told the universe that, you know, I'm tired of all these people. They have no idea what they're talking about. I am smart enough to figure this out myself. 
and the universe showed me a way and um, as it will yeah and uh, what happened is uh, i decided to study everything related to intuition and psychic readings and all that stuff i got some books i got some cards i took some classes and um, i started experimenting on myself and i started uh, seeing how things work like is this real or is this not real ah. and uh, there was a turning point in my understanding or uh, there was a turning point at which is uh, sort of a straw that broke the camel's back which made me switch and said oh my god this is real and that's when i actually started running with it all right so then you decided to develop it into a business uh, you yes. changed your business and developed that into a business for yourself yeah so after i tested a lot of things on myself and i saw them to be working i said you know let me experiment with other people because i have to see that it works in other people as well uh so the first uh, client i got was like one guy there was this website it was called e client it no longer exists and um they would have online readings and uh, i went and signed up for the website as a reader and um this guy would come in every day in the morning and he would get like a reading for me and it was almost as though the universe had sent him to me uh -huh. so that i could practice on stuff and that went on for like 3 or 4 months wow and uh, he would almost come in like 4 or 5 days a week of course i did get a lot of other clients along the way as well but he was like my most regular devoted loyal sort of a that's guy that's very that's a very devoted client right there <laughs> and um after 3 or 4 months you know i was ready to transition so then i started looking at other ways and i signed up for a few other places mm -hmm. and uh, then i started reading professionally and here i am and so now you just work for yourself absolutely yes yeah. awesome and how's that feel it actually is different it's uh, especially now we are in the times of covid so everything is of course different but uh, it's uh, different uh, than working in a corporate job and it has its own ups and downs but it's fun so tell me about some of the downs cuz cuz what i love to i love to hear is how, the hustle and what what you've overcome to get to where you are now Sure so as far as the hustle is concerned a lot of it for entrepreneurs is about marketing and getting clients that's oh, one part yeah. of it yeah but the other part of it is also the type of clients like um, you cannot control uh, to a large extent to some extent you can control in the beginning when you're starting out you cannot control what type of clients uh you will take because sometimes you know you just end up taking clients because you have to take clients mm. and i made that mistake in the beginning and i ended up with a couple of really really bad clients and i'll give you a couple of examples there was this one gal and she was um she would read with me on a regular basis and after she was done she went and back charged about 2 or 3000 dollar worth of readings and uh, that was through paypal and i disputed it through paypal and you know paypal didn't really rule it in my favor so that <laughs> was my the end of my relationship with paypal so i would like to tell people that you know if you get 
clients who come in very often, it's very important to have some sort of a contract with them. Otherwise, oh, yes. you may get clowns like these. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think what you were saying, uh, you know, early on, you're trying to take clients just because you need them, but it's so important to find the people who you feel in alignment with, who you feel like you can really help, but who are really interested in how you work as well. So there's a beautiful relationship right you want to you want to be in alignment you want to do you want to work with the right people so. yeah you want to work with the right people and also the people on the other end have to be realistic you cannot you know like pop a pill and run a full marathon the next day it just doesn't <laughs> work like that you know you have to train for it you have to train through it and you have to flex your muscles and you have to graduate Right, if somebody's right. coming and saying that, you know, just show me how this works and I want a solution that works instantly, I tell them I'm not the right fix. person. Yeah, immediate fix. It does not work that way, for sure. I mean, that's, I work with clients all the time and it's like, yes, we need to take action. We need to plan these things out. Uh, and the journey is part of it. The journey is all of it, really, right? Yeah, and the way I've kind of changed that approach for those kind of clients, well, first of all, I don't take them. And a lot of the clients who come and say that I want a reading like right now, I have a special emergency reading price on my website, which if they want, they can take care of it. The second thing I do is I just give them a very short reading, which is maybe like for one or two weeks. Mm -hmm. So if they can see something play out in one or two weeks, then, you know, they know whether it's real or whether it's not. Mm -hmm. So that's really the best way to get started, you know, to see if something is working, like test, testing stuff, little, little things, and then going on to the big stuff. You know, it's not like everything is not going to happen overnight. It can, but the chances are a little slim. Yeah. So um doing this kind of work do you find it draining on yourself i don't really find it draining uh, i think uh, the part which probably drains me a little bit at times is when i'm talking uh, continuously for like over two hours at a time mm -hmm. this is uh, when i was teaching and uh, i'm beginning to teach again right now usually when i talk like for a little over hour and a half, two hours, that's when my throat starts to really hurt. <laughs> so but as far as draining is concerned, I think that I kind of get rid of the clients and give them realistic expectations. And uh, I am not, um, I don't like shy away from telling them that, you know, I'm not the right person for them and just let them go somewhere else. Sure. Yeah. I think that's really wise. And it's really true. It's important that you work with people who you're in alignment with, who you know you can help and you want to work with them. And it, I mean, it goes both ways. You're looking for clients who want to work with you. Um, so what do you do for yourself? So I love to talk about self-care. I love to talk about self-compassion and the things that we have to do to be able to do the work that we do. So what do you do for yourself? Well, I do like two meditations a day. So one is the first thing after I get up in the morning. That's like my daily ritual, which is once I brush my teeth, Oops. I will... Hold on, I'm so sorry. That should have not happened. Go away. I'll cut that out. Okay, so sorry. Okay, no what problem. do you do for yourself? Daily meditation. So, 
as soon as so the first thing i do is two meditations a day which is as soon as i'm out from bed and uh, brush my teeth and all that good stuff uh, the first thing i do is a meditation and uh, before i go to bed at night that's like my second meditation that's uh, two meditations now when something comes up and when there is something um, i want to say pressing or important it may go up to 3 or i may just set the space like if i'm going on an important podcast or a webinar i may just take a few minutes and set the space mm. say a small prayer and uh, i also love to go out in nature because it kind of takes you away from all this electronic junk and all <laughs> the electronics and the beeping and the constant pinging from facebook and all those things and it's just a way to connect with nature and just be out there nice that's so good it's, and i think that's really important i i have to get out in fact i have a very similar morning i meditation is first journaling and being outside whether i i sit outside and journal or i go for a run or a walk or a bike ride just to just to open myself up for the day right just to be part of that i would i could live outside <laughs> except right now it's a little hot here i am yeah i used to like i used to have a ritual to go to the gym but since the gyms are no longer open you know i i went up to the mountain and believe it or not there's like a lot of people who got the same idea so even during the week there's the parking lots are full i know i know which is awesome on one on one level it's like yay everybody's finally you know getting back to nature and but then it's like wow you're in my way <laughs> and and bicycling it's so funny because uh we've been trying to get a bike for my husband and you can't find one they're completely sold out Oh my god yeah i i wasn't aware of that that's yeah crazy. you see a lot of mountain bikers on the trail as well uh the worst thing i i i don't like is there's a lot of people who don't wear masks i just don't think that's safe yeah. but i do see a lot of mountain bikers i've run across maybe about 5 to 7 snakes so far on the mountain rattlers uh the rattler one i did not see there was a guy who warned me he saw i was going by myself so there was like a, this weekend there was a big group in front of me and this guy passed that group he didn't do anything then uh, he saw me by myself and he stopped me and he says excuse me ma'am and then he described the location where the snake was and he said it's hiding right underneath those rocks i said well i will be careful thank you <laughs> and they then they should be there right that's that's their home yeah so oh good well that's good i love that you do that and you know it's one of the things i also teach my clients is about meditation and that finding that space uh um for inner connection and inner quiet and again yes we i mean i'm on the computer all day too you know and it's like to get out of that techno you know all the rays and the <laughs> lights and and that kind of energy uh to to come back to ourselves and listen to ourselves and find that peace and that inner god and to pray and i really admired that you wanted to do a little prayer before we started for yourself to get centered and grounded and and after you know a little bit of uh, computer chaos um so what What would you tell beginning creative entrepreneurs? 
what would I tell them? I would tell them that uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, the first one is to not get stuck on a particular thing in the sense that um, let's say that you want to go from A to Z and you have a certain route in mind. And if for whatever reason that route is not working, then you know just try to go another way to the same destination. Don't just get this idea fixated in your head that this is the way and because she is doing it like that and it has worked for her, it's going to work for me sort of a thing. Just get that attitude out of your head so that you know you can become more open mm. and let the universe connect the dots. Just take the next step. If whatever you have is not working and you find another solution, another way that works, take the next step. You never know when you'll get back on the path through another means and maybe you would have moved forward than just going in a straight line. Right on. That's beautiful. Think outside the box. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Think outside the box. And then I usually say, there is no box. <laughs> You've created your own box. So, you know, break down the walls. Um, yeah. yeah, that's good. Anything else? Uh, I think the second thing would be to have like a plan B sort of a thing. And uh, always make sure that you are making uh, a decision based on your gut rather than logic. Because even if all the lo logic is pointing in one direction, and your gut is saying something else, most of the times you'll find that the gut is usually right. And uh, as entrepreneurs, we always come across these type of decisions, or these type of junction points in our day-to-day -day lives. And we may not realize how important just a small decision is, but it can be the pathway to opening a lot of golden doors. Yeah. And, um, I also have a quiz on one of my websites uh, and they can check out that quiz. And essentially it has a lot of these entrepreneurial journey checkpoints where you are forced to, or you have to make a decision. So based on which category you fall into, you'll realize whether you need to change your thinking a little bit, whether you're too hard headed or whether you are sort of moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. So you guys out there, make sure you go to her website and take her quiz. Um, and it's so, um, to be able to trust yourself and trust your gut, trust your intuition. Uh, I mean, I, no one else knows, but us. We have all the information within ourselves. It's only a matter of us getting in touch with it. And yeah. the universe is sort of giving us hints all the time. Right. And uh, sometimes, you know, we have this idea that I want to do it like this, but it may not be the right way. So if it falls apart, then just try going there through another route. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's good. And, and just trusting yourself, trusting you know, those things that, those ideas that pop up into your head right away or the information that says, do it this way instead, or, or how about this? And it's like, oh yeah, that's like, that's exactly what I want to do or what, that's the way I should go or whatever. Um, but allowing yourself to listen, which of course comes from meditation and that kind of interconnection. So it's a big, beautiful, full circle, <laughs> it's a full circle of self-care and self-trust and creative juice.
Mm. Yeah, and absolutely. And also, it's important to get out of your space, get out of the, you know, the computer space that you sit in, like most of the day or six hours, eight hours, however many hours, so that you can go out and clear your head and think clearly. Yeah, take a dance break. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, dance would work too. Anything yeah. where you are a little bit away from the computer <laughs> would probably work. <laughs> right on. Awesome. All right. Well, it's been just a delight to meet you and to have you on the show. I'm so glad. Thank you for your time and your energy and your beautiful work that you bring to the world. And so glad you found your path so that you can bring this stuff to other people and make the world a better place. Thank you so much. It was very nice to be here. And I hope that uh, the audience enjoy the conversation we've had. Yeah. And so everyone out there, I will give you all her links, as I always do in the, in the email. Um, and I think you have a gift, too, for the viewers, right? Yeah, I have a couple of gifts. And uh, if you are interested in um, just checking out how my readings work, then uh, you can check out the link for the weekly forecast. And what it does is uh, you'll kind of get to see how things play out in a week. Remember the testing thing that we talked about? You'll get to see out how things play out in a week and uh, judge for yourself how uh, the readings work. That would be one thing. And then the second one is, um, this is a special gift. So ever since I started reading, I would have like about 70% of the readings focused on love and relationships. Uh -huh. So, um, I started giving them description of their future girlfriend and boyfriend, and uh, they all actually started to come true. So I made a special freebie, which is the description of your future girlfriend, boyfriend. Wow. And you can check that out. And uh, if you're single, then you'll get to know what they look like. Okay, well, that's a good, that's a good special treat there. All you, <laughs> all you folks out there who are ready to find your mate, so great. Um, I, just, I just love being able to have this platform and to be able to bring all you, my viewers, these, these great people who are making magic and, and doing the things that speak to them and, and how they've gotten there and what they've done to get there, what they've gone through to get there. The heart and the hustle. Heart and hustle, visionary healers, movers, and shakers. I am your hostess, Paulette Ristini, and I'm so happy to have you here, Vishali, and everyone out there. Until we meet again, many blessings. Be safe, be strong, take care of yourself and all of your loved ones, and follow your heart. Follow your heart. All right. Mwah. Love you all. Bye.